As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Time to rise and grind with us here on a Wednesday morning edition of the Early Line right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe Ranieri. It's Donnie Wrightside. We're ready to play some ball. Why? Because we have an extended series. Oops, at least five games now in the Celtics in the heat. But before we get to that, good morning in South Florida, Joe. What's up? Always a pleasure, Donnie. Yes, we're going to have a little extension of uh, of some hoops mm-hmm. here uh, over the next couple of days, but that's never a bad thing. And, uh, oh, yeah, good news is the Marlins still blow down here. So, hey, we can still ah. hate at least one team here. So we're good. There you go. Let's get into the hottest topics in sports, as always, with the 7-7. Seven and seven. And no thanks to mm. Malcolm Brogdon here, which we'll get into a little bit later. But the Boston Celtics, a 116-99 victor over the Miami Heat. And it almost played out for me, Joe, opposite. I said to myself, well, if the Celtics don't get out to a great start here, they're probably just going to tuck tail and run into the offseason. The Heat opened up with a six-point lead after the first quarter, held that lead into the half. And then I don't know what adjustments were made, but we always talk about Joe Missoula not being ready to answer the task. Seemed like he made the appropriate adjustments there at the half, Joe. I, well, if his appropriate adjustments means playing uh, Jason Tatum by 48 minutes and, and finally hitting a couple of threes here, then yes, uh, fantastic job there, uh, Joe Missoula. But um, you got to feel watching that game, uh, Donnie, as it was unfolding there. There were two things going on. I didn't feel the sense of urgency from Boston uh, at all, even when they had the lead in the second half. And also, Miami just did not appear to be the same Miami team that we watched. So I I think uh, all of it here might be wearing down on both these teams at this point. Yeah, we'll take a look at that extensively in the next segment here. But I'll take a look. Another one. Blinken, this series might be over. The Vegas Golden Knights. Four to nothing victory over the Stars to take a commanding 3-0 series lead. And, Joe, I've been to sporting events for my squad. Excited to go. Can't wait to get there. And then at the end of the first period, end of the first quarter, whatever it might be, like, what happens here? What did I pay yeah. for? Three to nothing Golden Knights right off the bat. It was a wrap after that. And the fans certainly were upset. Well, and they were upset two minutes into the game. Uh, you know, one of the leaders on the Dallas Stars there, Ben, gets tossed from the game uh, for a hit on Stone. So now they lost their best player. Their 24-year-old uh, supposed phenom goalie gets uh, gets pulled right, really quickly. I, it could not have gone any worse for the Dallas Stars last night. Yeah, it was a tough scene there. And again, they're in an 0-3 hole. Can they dig out? Well, doesn't leave us much to uh, get excited for at that point here. Let's keep moving on. How about this? Correct me if you heard this before. Aaron Rodgers is getting older. Older people tend to get injured. Older people stay injured. Aaron Rodgers in basically a T-shirt and shorts. Uh Uh-oh, my calf's already hurting, Joe Ranieri. I had nothing serious here, according to Aaron Rodgers, but I I feel because I did. I pulled my calf this morning getting out of bed. So uh, I feel I feel it for him. Yes. No, I I can feel it. But hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing, nothing serious here. Nothing serious. Yeah, I don't think there will be that. But he has those injury issues over the past couple years. We'll see if it lingers. And certainly for Jets fans, it wasn't a good sign, even though Aaron Rodgers in good spirits. We're not too worried about that NFL kickoff rules. Here's what we're worried about again. The NFL tinkering where they shouldn't be tinkering it's what they do but it never joe affects their bottom line no it never does but i mean i i don't know we just you basically don't want kickoffs anymore so why kick the ball off i I don't understand what we're doing here if this is what you want then don't kick the ball off 
uh, because this rule is ridiculous. It's, it is a bad one here as we welcome in the radio audience. You're watching and listening live to a Wednesday edition of the Early Line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. It's Donnie and Joe, and you're right about this. Now, there is some pageantry in the NFL, right? Maybe it's a ceremonial kickoff that you can have because you have the national anthem, you have the flyover, you have the fireworks go off, you kick the football off, and it's always a touchback as is. Maybe we just clean that up, and it's like the coin toss at this point, Joe, but I don't like where this is going because special teams used to be a third of the game. Now it's basically no part of the game is what the NFL wants. We'll see what happens. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But how about this? If you thought the Rays were hot with the bats, check out the Jays yesterday dropping a 20 spot down in the trop. Yeah, uh, boy, that was uh, over before it started. Ooh, but uh, another over. Uh, so that was uh, that was good. We told we talked about that yesterday. So that was good. Unfortunately, uh, they didn't contribute a whole lot there, uh, Tampa. But you know, there there are going to be games like this. I still think, Don, if I'm not mistaken, totally their fifth loss at home uh, this year, Tampa. So it, it was a doozy. It might have to count for two when you give up twenty, though. Yeah, you know, it's, the, the interesting part about the game was, yes, I mean, six runs there in the fifth inning by Toronto put that game away, but it's always interesting where if you have prop bets, you have overs, you have hitter prop parlays, RBI parlays, home run parlays, you see the ninth inning, nine runs were scored, like, man, what reliever was that? It was just a merry-go-round on the mound of which one of you minor league players slash little league guys just want to give it a chance and throw some pitches in yep. here. It's always wild to see that. A couple things here, the Yankees battle back, and Aaron Judge home run in the ninth lets the Yankees mm. walk it off in the tenth, and how about this joe the dodgers cruising in atlanta here yeah uh young pitcher miller too was uh phenomenal there for yeah. the dodgers yet another young arm that's uh that's stepping up here strider didn't pitch bad it was a great it kind of felt like a national league uh you know playoff game there uh until of course it wasn't as the dodger bats uh are just that much better than the braves right now it is a good-looking lineup there for sure, but Miller in that debut, five innings, pitch one earned five Ks, and keep in mind, gave up the run in the first inning and then settled down. Strider, if you would have told me before the game, Joe, it's going to go six innings, two earned runs, 11 Ks. Sign me up for the Braves at that point. They lost eight to one there, which is impressive where the Dodgers continue to beat down the Atlanta Braves. We're going to talk Celtics heat recap. What's going to take place next? Come on back and find out. It's the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hour number one back in full effect. Let's get after it here. Last night, a monster game in the Eastern Conference Finals. Why? Because we're at least going to see a game number five. The Boston Celtics, a 116-99 victory over the Heat on the road. And the interesting part about this is we tried to quantify yesterday, both myself and Joe, are the Celtics in this to win this? Are they going to quit in game four? What's going to happen if they don't get out to a lead in the first half? Will they just say, you know what? It just didn't work out for us. Not the case. The Celtics win going away. Now going to have a home game for game five. Jimmy Butler with some post-game comments that you're going to want to hear. Listen up here. Jimmy, it's only one loss, obviously. But is there any concern on your part that this could start to build momentum on the Boston side of things? No. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. 
And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and ready to do things the hard way. Uh, Jimmy, when you – sometimes in the playoffs there can be kind of these big swings within a series. There can be big emotional swings. After a game like this, how do you personally kind of avoid from getting too low yourself? Uh, stay consistent. Do the same thing that I do, that we do after every game. We're going to listen to some music. You know, we're going to drink some beers back there. We're going to go have some wine. Um, I don't think that you could just focus on basketball all the time. You have to be able to, you know, get away from the game a little bit. Think about it. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you fall back on, you know, your habits how consistent you're going to be. And myself and my teammates, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to smile. We're going to be in this thing together like we always are. And we're going to go get one on the road. Joe, is it fair to say, is it okay for me to say I love Jimmy Butler? Like, you just listen to that clip right there, and you know what's going on inside that heat culture. Hey, Jimmy Butler, are you guys really panicked now? No. Just gives us more motivation. What are you going to do after the game? Drink some beers, have some wine, relax, play some music, get on the road, and try to close out the Celtics in Game 5. Look at that lot. I love that, and that's where I want to start right now. Jimmy's comments right there should show you what the Heat are about. I'm not panicked at all if I'm a Heat backer. Oh, I'm a little panicked. Um, who the hell mixes oh, white shirts uh -oh. and, and, and red wine? Like, what are you doing <laughs> here, man? Like, pick one or the other. <laughs> pick one or the other. Can't be mixing the, you know, light beer and then all of a sudden busting out the vino here. So, uh, I would, uh, that concerns me a little bit. But for the most part, I think he's, I think he's, uh, what you're, what that is, Donnie, is heat culture. That's exactly what that is. And uh, that's why Jimmy Butler is a great fit. For Miami, it's why Spolstra is a great head coach in Miami, starts at the top with Pat Riley. It, it's that kind of attitude. And listen, it, nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, had a tougher year this year than the Miami Heat between the injuries and the expectations and the fact that they are still one win away from the NBA Finals speaks volumes as uh yeah you know i'm not worried about the miami heat uh with one loss here you know starting to spiral there are some teams i would absolutely worry about miami is not one of them for that reason right there it just feels that that calmness and a we've been here and done this before like we're good like it's it's one game don't feel like even if it's another game honey even if it's coming back in game six don't worry about Miami winning one out of the next three here. And you just heard Jimmy Butler explain why. You know what's great about that, too? Because athletes are built to basically say nothing when they talk. That's the goal. Yep. Like, hey, I don't want to cause any controversy. And you see so many athletes. Like, even, let's just take Marcus Smart saying, don't let us get one out here. What most people started to say, okay, yeah, you get one game, then what? You lose in game five. But when you hear Jimmy Butler talk, you know it's coming from the right place here. And he's right. Hey, is this going to give motivation? He didn't say, oh, my gosh, like this was our chance to close it out. No, he basically said this is motivation for us. We didn't have the energy we needed. I'll make sure I get this ball club together for game five. We'll go on the road, us against the world mentality, and our backs against the wall. I love that because typically it's a team that's down 3-1 backs up against the wall. He's playing as if they are still the underdog, and I love that, and rightfully so. They came into the series with a lot of disrespect, and now they're headed back to Boston in game five. We'll go over those future lines in just a few moments here. But the yep. Celtics, let's focus on them. That's a good performance. We weren't sure where that was going to go, and the joke was going to be, hey, if they're not up at the half, maybe they fire Missoula and see if they could work something out with a player coach for the second half. 38-23 third quarter for the Boston Celtics. They really turned it on. But having said that, they played great. 51% from the field on the road, 40% from three-point range, Joe. And that wasn't 40% shooting four of 10 from three-point range. They made 18 three-point shots. And when you get hot from behind the arc where the other team, the Miami Heat, not so hot, that's how you get victories here. That was a good win for the Celtics. They can build momentum off that, but momentum is only as good as the next quarter that you start in Boston coming up in game five. Yeah, and it's amazing because they shot that good for a half. Yeah. Uh, they were yeah. losing at the break, which is hysterical. But 
Um, you know, we're talking about a team that was sixth in the league in three-point shooting here with the Boston Celtics. Um, so there was, at some point, they were going to start hitting these threes. They were not, they certainly took enough of them, Donnie. So there was going to be, uh, the variance in three-point shooting is always one of the hardest things to handicap, right? What are you going to get? What Celtics team? I had their, uh, we talked about it earlier. I was looking at their first half team total. And of course, they couldn't hit a three if they fell out of water in the first half. And then what? happens second half they're dropping 38 points in the third quarter why because all of a sudden Tatum Horford every you know shooting is contagious the variance is crazy in the NBA but don't forget the Miami Heat were 44 of 92 heading into that game uh from threes the Celtics were 31 of 106 so that's the interesting part that this game stayed under and that one team started to make some threes here, uh, the Celtics. So game number uh, five is going to be very, very interesting because ultimately, Donnie, I think it comes down to, again, which team's hitting threes and which team isn't. Yeah, there's a lot of ebbs and flows. But when you take a look at the Celtics, who are built on the three-point shot, they had five players make at least three three-point shots in that game. It's not as if one guy just went like seven of nine and he got hot. The entire team was ready to go. And typically, we see those performances at home, not on the road. So it was encouraging for the Boston Celtics. They're a very talented team. But as we said, I'm just not going to throw out the first you know, three games that we saw where the Miami Heat clearly were the better basketball team. And quite frankly, were the better basketball team in the first half in a sloppier performance. They just the bottom fell out in the second half, which I was quite surprised at here, and credit the Boston Celtics for doing that. But if we are starting to look towards game five, that line that we talked about yesterday, let's just see what happens, Joe, in game number four. Well, the Boston Celtics got a victory. We were joking the line could be as high as 10 points. It's still sitting at seven and a half. So the odds makers finally make the Miami Heat a favorite at only one and a half. But now, as we see, back to that Celtics mojo, close to eight points here. Talk to me about that future line here for game five. Does it make sense? And what are you looking at doing with that early, possibly? Nothing. And we told you yesterday, I mean, there was no point in hopping on uh, the Miami Heat at that uh, future price yesterday because um, they lose game uh, five and let it, sweep would have been nice. But quite honestly, Donnie, I mean, I'm holding future tickets with Miami in six and Miami in seven. So I fully anticipated this to go that way. I did anticipate this being much closer than it has been. Uh, and I do think, uh, you know, one more game away from from it ending in, in six or seven. I don't think anybody should be surprised with that. Having said that, boy, what a uh, the only way we get there is Boston's got to win back to back games. And if that happens, Ani, and you are upset because you didn't get a chance to get into that uh, Miami action at plus money, hold mm -hmm. on. This thing goes to a game six. You're going to be <laughs> you're gonna be able to get Miami in a whole lot of plus money. Don't you worry. It seems like the market and the books, they are begging. Uh, they are begging the Celtics uh, to win a game here or two. And so am I, quite honestly. I'd love to get back in on Miami at plus money. I'll tell you, man. You take a look at the Boston Celtics. We talked on the show yesterday. They were 8-1 to one here to win the series. What does one victory to make it 3-1 to one do? Drops them down to plus 230. Is there a chance Crazy. game five goes to the Boston Celtics, and then we take a look at roughly a pick em in the series, Joe? I think you're on to something there, because certainly game yep. six is still going to be in Miami, and that's probably where you look right. to close it out. Let's see what those price points actually will be. It should be some fun talking points certainly coming up. But Major League Baseball a lot went on last night not to my liking we're going to cover it all set the table also for a big afternoon slate of major league baseball we'll be right back sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, 
which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back at it here on the early line. Joe and Donnie right side right here on the Sports Grid Network. Sirius XM Channel 159. A lot went down on the diamond yesterday. And today, some things that I love during midweek baseball, a lot of getaway day games. You have those afternoon action mixed with the night stuff here. So even though we don't have any NBA, we have to wait till tomorrow. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Let's get right into it here. The Rangers and the Pirates yesterday. Rangers win this game 6-1 to over the Pirates. It was one of those games that we sort of expected, Joe, right? A bounce-back performance from the Rangers who weren't able to pick up a win with Dunning on the mound yesterday, and quite shockingly, the five runs in the bottom of the seventh inning by the Pittsburgh Pirates did them in, but they come back strong in this game. Six runs, nine hits here. Nathan Eovaldi pitching very well this season for the Texas Rangers, and the Rangers looking to do big things here, but you got to bounce back sometimes against bad baseball teams, if you could call Pittsburgh a bad baseball team. They are over 500, but not having the May that everybody thought they possibly could have coming off of that April, but that's a nice win by the Rangers. That's what you're supposed to do. Put your stopper on the mound. Get that W and keep moving. Yeah, well, it was one of my favorite uh, bets yesterday. It was the Rangers' first five-two uh, against Rich Hill, uh, going up against Ebaldi, who, quite honestly, has uh, quite the year he is having uh, right now. Here, he's uh, got a little increase in velocity, a little more spin, uh, and it's really starting to pay off for uh, this Rangers team. You know, again down to Grom. So, uh, you know, they've got uh, they've got some guys here now that are stepping up, and it's uh, it's good to see. And it was just a, a better matchup for Texas coming off the loss the night before against the 90-year-old Rich Hill, who got uh, beat up a little bit there. Uh, but he did strike out nine. Remember that. He struck out nine in that game, Donnie. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, couple of uh, teams just didn't back him up at this point, the Pirates. But that lineup... Yeah, if you haven't figured it out, it's hit or miss here a lot of times. Not a lineup I trust a whole lot here, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's certainly true of that. And also, Rich, one of those crafty pitchers which sometimes gets yeah. on your nerves when you bet against him. It's like, man, he's getting every call from the umpire just spilling so those slow curveballs on six inches off the corner yeah. and getting those calls. But yesterday, Texas Rangers were the better team. A game that I thought would go over the total of nine and a half was the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. That game ends up four to mm. three, even though in the top of the third inning, you had four runners already crossed with a man on third and nobody out. It looked like this game was going to get busted wide open, and it didn't happen here. Why? Because Dylan Covey felt like he was striking everybody out. But also, the Phillies yeah. bats going silent in big moments. They even actually tied this game up at three, but end up losing four to three. Usually in the past, though, Joe, you'd say to yourself, like, man, you can't lose games at home to the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are a good mm -hmm. ball club. 29 and 20 now on the season, winning on the road. And those bats look pretty good. That's a big win for the D-backs yesterday. Uh, it was a huge win. And, and listen, I I, um, I I thought the bull it was a bullpen game for Philadelphia, essentially, there. And I thought they did an actually pretty good job of keeping this game close. Uh, I think it was a pinch hit signal late in the game uh, for the Phillies there, Donnie. They ended up tying it. And then mm -hmm. uh, that was unfortunate because uh, the Diamondbacks uh, were able to go ahead and take the lead and then close it out and hold on to it. So uh, I, I went back to the, the first game there where why in the world would the Phillies be a $2 favorite over this Arizona Diamondbacks team? It's just not... Uh, I'm not saying they're world beaters, Arizona, but you, that's a price that you would think you were. What are you playing? The Royals? You're playing? To, no, no, no. Uh, but th that game was very winnable for Philadelphia here. So they've got an opportunity. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit later here to get at least one here today, but they're going to have to do it against Zach Gallen. So rough stretch of baseball right now for the Philadelphia Phillies.
Yeah, Matt Strom was the opener yesterday. They almost got by, too. He had a clean first yeah. inning there. Gets two outs, nobody on in the second. You had the double by Longoria, and then a two-run blast with two outs yep. there. And that sort of did him in there with that momentum. And then Kobe came in, gave up a run right away, but really settled down. The Phillies should have won that game. They didn't, and I thought that game would go over. One game that yeah. most of us here were looking at going like, I doubt this one's staying under the total. That's the Cardinals scoring eight runs, the Cincinnati Reds five, a total of 13 in this game. And the one thing coming in we said to ourselves was, we know Wainwright's been bad. You take a look at his bottom line, five and two-thirds, five earned runs, but also Ashcraft, equally as bad, if not worse. Five innings pitched, seven earned runs in this game. And how about this? Goldschmidt, two for two, excuse me, two for four, but two blasts yesterday here, getting it going for the Cardinals. And again, I look at this and I go, 22 and 28 for the Cardinals. Huh? Maybe it's good enough to just hang around in that division. Yeah, so it was... Um... The over at the Great American Ballpark. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Uh, but it's uh, this is not a place, by the way, that has been kind to 80-year-old uh, Adam Wainwright. He hadn't won here since 2019. So it's been a little while. He actually has a losing record at this place. So there's always that one team, guys, that play long enough that, it, for whatever reason, it just doesn't line up well. It doesn't fit well. That was Wainwright. And, and listen, five earned. He only walked one, only struck out two. But you know what? When you're, you've got that lineup staking you to that kind of lead, you can afford to be a little bit sloppy, which he was, as he still tries to work his way back. But... I mean, this is a, a totally different Cardinals team than one that started the year. Think about it. There's still six games under 500 here, Donnie. And yet, I don't know anybody that wants to face this lineup. They're really starting to hit their stride here. Uh, and that's exactly the kind of team we all thought the Cardinals would be this year. It just took them a little while to get started. Yeah, the Central's always been interesting because you see those numbers being popping back and forth left and right. Mm -hmm. Even though the Cardinals technically are way under 500, they're still priced at that point. Like, ooh, do you want to dip your toes and take them here for the rest of the summer? Because you're right, Joe, how talented that team actually is. Talking about talent at the plate, how do you shake out of the doldrums here? How do you start to move your way up in the AL East? How about getting 27 hits and 20 runs against the best team in baseball in their own ballpark where they came in 22 and four sometimes you just look at one game in a season that can help propel you maybe it does that for the jays 20 runs they beat the rays by 19 the best team in baseball and run differential that's outrageous yeah that's uh and well i mean listen there these games are going to happen uh you know yeah. i did like uh the the pitching matchup early i thought uh bradley uh you know they had to call him back up i thought for sure uh, he would have the edge over Barrios that the bats would be able to get to him. But nope, uh, it was the other way around. Uh, the onslaught was on. And listen, fifth loss at, at home for Tampa. Um, you know, one has to wonder, Donnie, uh, do we look for them to bounce back after that kind of beatdown? Are they that kind of team? We'll have to wait to find out. Yeah, you know, it's a good point you bring up in that, too, because you see 27 hits and 20 runs. Then you go today. It's like, what happened? Three hits, no runs. Man, they used up all their runs the previous game. We see those ebbs and flows all the time. Talk about yeah. ebbs and flows. How about the New York <laughs> Yankees coming back in their own building with an Aaron Judge ninth inning home run and an Anthony Volpe walk off RBI. Let's take a look at the young rookie here and what he said post game. Just the whole game and the whole moment, and um, it was just one of those, I guess, once-in-a-lifetime moments happened for the first time. Anthony, do you tell yourself, I have a chance to win this game, or do you not say anything, just completely, you know, shut off the internal monologue? No, I wanted, I wanted the opportunity, and um, I was excited. Anthony, what are you thinking when Judge comes up there in the night? How about that, Joe? Young kid getting that first walk-off feels good. But before we even start talking about Anthony Volpe, what are we pitching the judge for? Like, Put him on first base. Take your chances somewhere else. Didn't you think that would happen? Hey, judge is up. You give him one pitch to hit, he's going to do it. Smack right into the seats.
I don't know, uh, yeah, not sure what uh, Batista was thinking, too, with that just absolute snot uh, that he hung out there. Uh, I mean, it was, it wasn't even close. It wasn't like he just missed. My goodness. I mean, he hung a slider that was just a giant meatball to Judge, and he plastered. Judge was laughing when he hit it, Donnie. That was hilarious. He couldn't believe he threw it to him either. Uh, but even more importantly, Michael King comes out again, pitches two innings pitches the top of the uh, 10th inning and boy oh boy runner on second no runner on second nobody out didn't matter gets it done and the Yankees uh, finish it a great win bailed out Cole uh, who was set up to get I believe his first loss of the year uh, but nope judges like don't worry about it we got you and yeah here we are now there's only two games separating in the win column, these two teams here. So uh, kudos to Baltimore in the season. But there's levels to this, Donnie. We know that. There is levels to this, which include, mm. stop me if you heard this before, Joe Ranieri. Hey, look, the Dodgers are going to big up a good prospect. What do you oh. think is going to happen? I don't know. He dominates, which Miller was fantastic yesterday. Five innings mm. pitched, one earned run, five Ks on the road against Atlanta. Out duels Strider, who went six innings and two earned runs, 11 Ks here. For some reason, the Dodgers going on the road here against Atlanta, just handling their business, and we're really not surprised. No, we, we should not uh, be here because they, too, uh, well, listen, it, did Strider pitch well enough to win? Absolutely. I mean, six innings, he only gave a two earned. He did walk three, but he struck out 11. He threw 104 pitches. I would think, Donnie, against 90, and you tell me, 90% of the teams in the National League, that would have been good enough for the Atlanta Braves yes. to win this game going away. Uh, it's not good enough for the Dodgers uh, right now, and it just goes to show you that this lineup little, looks a little different than what it has in, uh, let's say, the last couple of years, but uh, still just as potent, and they keep finding these young arms. So uh, kudos to the Dodgers on another win here on the road. And I take a deep breath and a sigh here. The Los Angeles Angels 4, the Boston Red Sox 0. Handicapped this game, looked at it for the majority of the day. Said to myself, Griffin Canning can't get out any left-handed batters. He's going to face at least seven of those tonight. The Boston Red Sox should be able to eat. They didn't eat anything. They are on a diet last night. Seven innings pitch for Canning, only two hits, no earned runs. The Boston Red Sox don't even score, Joe. I, I, I can't even talk anymore. I can't do it. Just can't do it. No. no, Red Sox uh, were embarrassing last night. Embarrassing. Not as embarrassing as Seattle, but embarrassing. Ah, oh, but how about that? <laughs> Holding off the A's on a 3-2 victory? No moral wins there for the Oakland Athletics, but I guess they'll take a close one here. We'll talk about the awards coming up in Major League Baseball next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
All right, right back here on the early line. Joe and Donnie here on a Wednesday morning. Sirius XM Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's time to check in. Look, we're going to get into a lot of baseball because that's what the summer is. It's about baseball. Other sports winding down, the NHL, of course, the NFL in that off-season mode, waiting for OTAs and certainly training camp to begin, and also the NBA winding its season down also. So about two months into the season, we get a little clearer picture, Joe, here on where we're going in the MVP market here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Let's start in the National League. Let's take a look at the top six here right now worth the odds. Ronald Acuna, plus 140. Pete Alonso, 13 to 1. Mookie Betts, 15 to 1. Juan Soto, 16 to 1. Freddie Freeman, 18 to 1. And Bryce Harper, 20 to 1. Right now, it looks like it's a runaway with Ronald Acuna Jr. at close to even money here. 337 batting average on a good team with the, oh, excuse me, with the Atlanta Braves. And if the Braves are going to do big things, Ronald Acuna is going to be right in the mix for that. So my question to you first, we'll start here, is do you agree with Ronald Acuna at a plus 140 price being ahead of the pack here in the National League? Well, yeah, okay, sure. But who in the hell is betting that at plus 140 here? It's almost as if they don't want you to bet that. And you want me, so you want me to lock my money up uh, in a popularity contest that um, for what? How many months now? Five months uh, at plus 140 when anything can happen in that uh in, in that time frame here including the only pr problem i would say is that i do think the dodger guys are probably going to siphon from each other right donnie so mookie bats freddie yes. freeman yeah it's 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 tough to go that route it really really is but i think alonzo's not going anywhere and also i think goldschmidt is not going anywhere because if the cardinals are gonna go where we think we're gonna go donnie what is he 20 to 1 now 19 to 1 somewhere in that ballpark i can i can wrap my head around a team that we think is going to win the national league central and compete uh, for a possible world championship. So uh, I got no problem back in uh, Goldschmidt in that spot. The interesting part about this, too, because we'll keep it in the National League, is when you do something historic, typically you get a bump up, or if you hit a lot mm -hmm. of home runs. That's why Pete Alonso there, not a great batting average, but the ability to hit home runs, it actually oh, leads yeah. Major League Baseball with 18 home runs. He's at a 13-to-1 price. So if Alonso stays on a heater and hits 220, the Mets are okay, but he hits 50 home runs. He's always going to be in that race. Yeah. But I thought you brought up a great point here. Approaching a team with two or three players here in the mix, as we like to say. And the thing yeah. we're going to run into is we'll talk about that in the AL in just a few moments. But you're right about that. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, both really good baseball players. Max Muncy, throw him in there at 25-1 to 1 also. You take a look at the Dodgers. Let's just say they run away with the NL West. You're going to be splitting votes because some people say, okay, the catalyst is Mookie Betts. The catalyst is Freddie Freeman. The catalyst, the catalyst would be Max Muncy. How do those guys separate each other? Do they just have to go ballistic and Mookie Betts has to hit 45 home runs and run away with it? Because if they're all in that same boat of having very good years, it's really hard to win from the same team like that. No, well, it, it all, then it becomes down to a popularity yeah. contest, right? Which, which yep. guys do they like in the locker room? Uh, you know, that's the whole different thing there. And it's just, it's not a good situation. The odds aren't in your favor to pick the right guy out of those three because they could all have very good years. I mean, Muncy is one of the home run leaders on the Dodgers. So, you know, he's always going to get looked at. Freddie Freeman's going to hit 320, 330. Mookie Betts is going to – it's impossible to choose from there. So, uh, the guys like – I think, like, Alonzo, to your point, the guys that stand out, like, who else on the Mets is going to – it's going to be Alonzo. And if the Mets accomplish anything, he's going to get, especially in the New York market, he's going to get all the love there, Donnie. So it's uh, uh, the one guy that I, the, that I would not consider outside of the three Dodger guys mm -hmm. is the guy at the top at plus 140. Uh, not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. I want my money. Yeah, I mean, injuries happen, and not even say, like, catastrophic mm. injuries. Like, Acuna could get hit with a pitch, miss a week or two, and then get surpassed yep. here. You're right about that. It's almost as if they don't want you to bet Ronald Acuna at that spot. Guys that can heat up and carry baseball teams. Bryce Harper sitting at a 20-to-1. We didn't expect yep. him to be playing baseball at this point in the offseason with having that Tommy John surgery. Paul Goldschmidt, I think you bring up a good point there, 20-to-1 for Goldschmidt. That also gets that bump where you know we're waiting on the St. Louis Cardinals to get hot and take over that division. And if they do that 
Goldschmidt's going to be a centerpiece at 20 to 1. I mean, heck, the guy yep. is an MVP candidate just about every single year to begin with here. Let's flip it over to the AL because here we go again, right? Shohei Otani, mm -hmm. May 24th, is a heavy favorite a minus 125 to be the AL MVP, followed by Aaron Judge, who won it last year, Vladimir Guerrero at 12 to 1, Mike Trout at 20 to 1, Jordan Alvarez there of the Houston Astros at 23 to 1, and Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays coming in at 30 to 1. Price point for Otani in May, a minus 125 price with months left to go in the season. Your thoughts on that, Joe? Yeah, it's so unique, though, right? Like, all right, so... But I got a dude who plays two positions. I got a dude who hits 30 jacks and strikes out 200. Yeah. Um, I don't have anybody else. If, if we're talking true MVP, right, most valuable player, I don't see anybody else on that list that falls into that category, Donnie. Um, and I do think it is a, uh, a two-person race up at the top there. The only two, as far as I'm concerned, that can win it are the two right there at the top of Otani and Judge. And I think that number will be closer uh, shall we say by uh, just after the All-Star break, uh, if they both stay healthy and they both do what we think they're capable of doing, Otani deserves to be the favorite, but the guy, the only person on there that can beat him, I think, is Aaron Judge. Exactly. And Aaron Judge, who wins the yeah. MVP last year, he's going to have to do similar things. Close to a triple right. crown, close to 60 home runs. Or people are going to say, like, oh, man, he only hit 48 this year. What happened? Meanwhile, 48 right. is an absolute amazing year. But also Otani, that minus 125 price, he also gets graded unfairly as well because we just expect him to be Cy Young on the mound and the best player in baseball at the plate. And when you say, well, hold on, what's wrong with Otani? 325 ERA, uh, only hit 35 home runs. Yeah, that's an MVP season. But the, the tradition of, okay, he's won it before, you better use a better platform, which means I need to have a better yep. season, which is so tough to overcome. And also, Mike Trout sitting there at a 20-to-1 price. Mike Trout might go down as the best overall baseball player in the history of baseball, and yet him and Otani, they're going to fight it out there for that award. Typically, if you said any season, any team, take Otani out of this. Hey, by the way, Trout's 20 to one to win the MVP. Sign me up, Joe, all day long. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, and that's the other problem uh, here, Donnie, is that uh, we do have a little bit, but there's, there's levels to it. If he was just there a is. DH versus Trout, yeah, I yes. mean, there's no, yeah, we'd go Trout. But since he's also a Cy Young candidate, uh, you have to factor that in the conversation. So, yes, he's so unique. And again, this is, Take Otani off the list. Who wins it? Otani's off that list, Donnie. Who is it? Who wins it? I mean, it's I mean, a lot tougher. It would be it? Aaron Judge. It would be Aaron <laughs> yeah, Judge it, in the lead, but yeah. you're right. And you go, oh, look at Trout. So Aaron Judge would be, uh, let's just say, plus 400. Trout would be plus 425 right behind him. Uh, right there. Exactly correct. Yep. And and Guerrero would be right then. It's that's how unique right. Otani yep. is. That's why he is at minus money right now. And to tell you the truth, I mean, they, um, any other player wins the league, the division uh, mm -hmm. outside of Ota it's not worth it. It's not because he's no. if he is, he's going to win it. It's absolutely he's going to win it, Donnie. There's no question about it either. We shouldn't even be questioning it. But like, oh, well, no, it's Otani's as long as he's healthy. Exactly. If Otani was the fifth starter on the Angels, he still should be the MVP because nobody can do what Shohei Otani can do. How about this bet at the FanDuel Sportsbook? How about this yeah, one? They, Shohei Otani wins the AL MVP, <laughs> minus 125. You get everybody else in the AL nope. at a minus 102. Now, hear me out on this too, Joe. Check this out. Because Kevin loves to use this as propaganda in this. What happens if Otani gets traded to the National League? Then you automatically win that bet. We'll see what happens at the deadline. I don't think he's going anywhere. But you do have to think about certain instances like that. But it just goes to show you, one guy versus the league, and he's a minus 125, and you're not even getting like a plus 800 on it. Minus 102 for everybody else in the American League. So if that doesn't tell you what kind of MVP he is, I don't exactly. know what else True. to say here, guys. The numbers speak volumes. And, uh, yeah, not me. I, yeah, I wouldn't bet against them because uh, – Enjoy the ride, guys. We, we may never see it again in our lifetimes. And, uh, you know, he deserves to be MVP as long as he steps foot on that uh, on that field.
Yeah, special, special talent. And wait do you see the contract negotiations coming up for Shohei Otani and the eye-popping numbers that it will be. And rightfully so, some people still might be saying it's a bargain contract for Otani here. Let's keep it moving. The NL Cy Young Award here. Spencer Strider, who pitched last night, took a loss, but pitched very well. He's in the lead here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at a plus 240 price. Zach Allen, who I love at a plus 280 price, looking for a bounce back. He's actually on the mound today in Philadelphia. Clayton Kershaw, 11-1. Mitch Keller, 12-1. Logan Webb, 21-1. And Zach Wheeler, 21-1. Strider, Gallon, Kershaw falls off. It seems like this is still going to be a wide-open market, but the numbers that Strider can put up, particularly the strikeouts, they're probably going to be eye-popping at the end of the season as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, I that, to me, is, uh, again, going to be right up there. I mean, the guy in the right column that I would uh, I would say keep yeah. an eye on, maybe Justin Steele, uh, would, uh, would certainly be, good. yeah, I mean, really, really good again for the Cubs uh, there. But, I, I, you know, Keller has been great, but he's, he's buried in the Pirates, so that's not going to happen. Uh, Logan Webb has been really, really good. But I, I agree with the top three. Kershaw will eventually get, uh, get back. Uh, uh, here in the next couple of weeks and get back on track for the Dodgers. Uh, but Gallon and Strider, rightfully so, up at the top of the list. Far too early, though, uh, with this, especially when it comes to pitching, right? It's just so... One of these guys could rattle off eight, nine, ten wins in the middle of the season here, Donnie, and then we're having a different conversation in July. Two guys in the top three, top four to open this season mm. were Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. They sit now 40 oh, to yeah. 1 and 65 to 1, respectively. There's a long way to go. We expect the Mets to be much better than they are now. So, something to keep an eye on. If you would have told me, hey, look at this, in the middle of May, you're going to get those prices on those pitchers, that would be pretty amazing to try to figure out and see where they go. Quickly here on the American League, Cy Young, McClanahan of the Rays, a 4 to 1 price. Garrett Cole of the Yankees at a plus 450. And Otani, look at this, a seven to one price here does it look like Garrett Cole is going to eventually overtake Shane McClanahan here or is it going to be Shohei Otani where if he says you know what let's do both of them let's give him the Cy Young and the MVP let's make some history the only other guy in that list right now would be uh Joe Ryan uh that is possible there to have his name in the single digit category but yeah no McClanahan Cole Otani any combination of those three is going to eventually get you the Cy Young uh, winner there, Donnie, without a doubt. And Garrett Cole again. He pitched. He didn't pitch great last night. You know what? Didn't get the loss. So that's nobody's going to remember that at the end of the year. But, Donnie, they'll remember that, yeah, I mean, remember he went uh, every game he pitched. The Yankees seemed to win. Yep, there you go. It's all it takes here. Rack yep. up the wins, rack up the team wins, and yep. as long as your team might be able to win that division, you're going to get a boost there. Quickly here, home run season leaders here. Pete Alonso with the FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 350. He's got Ooh. 18 leads the way. Aaron Judge close behind at 4-1. to one. Mike Trout at 12-1. to one. Are we just going to see Alonzo and Judge, the battle of the Big Apple throughout the summer, to take this? That's it. I mean, I don't know what else there. It's you know, Trout's going to uh, miss every other game at some point here. Uh, so yeah, Judge and Alonzo, absolutely right at the top of the list, deservedly so. There you go. Don't let Otani get in there, twenty-five to one, and have the home run crown and be the best pitcher and baseball player. It could actually happen. Hockey's on deck next. My goodness, can somebody get a win? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Come. Quick segment before we hit the top of the hour on the early line. Wednesday morning edition. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Show and Donnie here powering through, getting through all the topics that you need to know on the sports landscape, which includes the NHL. Can somebody please, from an opposing team that's now 2-0-3-0, not go to 4-0 to try to extend these series? Now, Joe, when we take a look at some of the NBA series prices, right? They're pretty outlandish when it's an 0-3 series lead. We get that. But also game to game, the violent swings on the actual line sort of have us with an eye-opening response. You take a look tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers. How about this? The Panthers up 3-0 in the series. A minus 111 price tonight to win this game. A five and a half total listed. It shows how closely contested these games have been. But the Florida Panthers just know how to win close, Joe. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is uh, it, it, Carolina has basically fired, I believe, Donnie, if the number is correct, 135 shots on goal against Bobrovsky here in three games. Just think about that. In three games, we've gotten 135 shots here, and they have scored three times. Three goals in 135 shots. If that is not the most outrageous and frustrating thing for this Hurricanes team, because, Donnie, it's got to play on your psyche going, what do we have to do to score on this guy? I can't tell you they're all of a sudden going to break out with four goals tonight. I doubt it very much. History tells us, Donnie, when you got a goaltender right now feeling it in the uh, in the playoffs, um, do not bet against them, Donnie. I would not bet against uh, any goals here against uh, Bobrovsky at this point. You know, it's tough to sort of faction because typically in hockey, you always say, put the puck on that good things happen. And then when good things aren't happening, even though you're trying your best, you sort of start second guessing yourself instead of taking that open shot, making an extra pass that you probably shouldn't have taken. And also, sometimes it just takes a lead to try to break through. When a goalie is standing on his head, as we like to say, it's really hard to go against it. And if you think the Carolina Panthers can win four straight games, Take your price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a plus 850 on the Panthers to win that. Hour number two is coming up. Joe and Donnie. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.